0: engaged and inspired podcast
1: a simple warning we may drop an f-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work we know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle you've been warned
0: be engaged and inspired podcast and now your hosts kia and dj sam Be Engaged and Inspired podcast. This is DJ Sam.
1: And Kia. Let's be honest. Planning a wedding is hard. At Be Engaged and Inspired, we'll share our knowledge to help you navigate these tricky waters and hopefully leave you feeling inspired. So Sam, before we start, do you happen to have a Wedding Wednesday tip that we can share?
0: I certainly do. If you want to find out more Wedding Wednesday tips, please go to our Facebook page and like us, Atmosphere Productions, LLC. And every Wednesday, we do a different wedding tip Wednesday. And uh, I'll just randomly pick one um, from uh, the list that I have here. And uh, it's social media. How to share your engagement on social media.
1: Always important.
0: The very first one is, or the tip is, I should say, tell your nearest and dearest first.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Don't let them find out on Facebook or Instagram. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and maybe wait for a response. Like, don't just send a quick text that says, hey, I'm engaged, and then post it everywhere. <laughs> yes. That's not letting them know first.
0: So that's what we should talk about. Why don't we just uh, talk about that? I think, yeah, that. let's
1: stick to this topic. I think okay. it's a good idea. Absolutely. So you're right. Obviously, there are do's and don'ts. Um, obviously, hopefully, your parents already know. Um,
0: hopefully, you've told them.
1: Told <laughs> them. Your sibling should probably be next. Yep some best friends, things like that. Anybody who if you close close, and if you post it on social media and they're the person who ruins your post by saying, what the hell or what? When did this happen? (laughs) Clearly, you should have had that conversation with them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Yes. And one of the things that people don't think about is there will be people who you don't plan on inviting on your social media who are going to see this and may sort of just assume they're coming and ask you, like, when's the big day? Can't wait to join you. And
0: Absolutely. DM your BFS.
1: Well, DM, that's direct message your BFS. (laughs) But what about the people who aren't going to come? Yes. And you're going to have to answer those questions. Yes. It's a tricky situation.
0: It is. I don't know I, I wouldn't know what to do. I didn't get married in the social media um, era. So th- this is all new ground for me in the, announcing it. You just you just uh, sent out an uh, a, a little invite a card, or save the date. A card. No, we didn't even have save the dates. <laughs> it was dinosaur days. <laughs> you just sent out a little card that said we're engaged. And you expected that the people that you sent those to were the ones that you would invite to the the, the wedding. No fuss.
1: I also think, um, as of do's and don'ts, if you see someone posting it, you shouldn't automatically assume that you're going. Maybe Absolutely this goes not. both ways.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Because you just don't know. A lot of times, some people decide to have, you know, a small wedding, a destination wedding. Um, they may have a venue that has sort of a restriction on how many Absolutely. people they can invite. Absolutely. Um, when you're posting, obviously, we said you should take... Uh, a photo of the ring yes. and a photo of you as a couple. Yes. Or share just your favorite couple photo. There are really I mean you don't have to share the ring photo. You no, know everybody nice. wants to see it. It's <laughs> nice.
0: Everybody wants to see that ring. Come on. They
1: do. I also like it when you sort of share where it happened. Sometimes um, Engage Connecticut will host these planning and Prosecco nights, and all these brides are sitting here, and sometimes the grooms, too, and I'll say, you know, who who asked who? Did you see it coming? Tell us your story. And one time we did it, all of the brides were so grumpy. They were like, I didn't want to go. This was happening. I couldn't understand why we couldn't just stay in. (laughs) And then, boom, they found out. And all of the... Their partners were just like, "Well, thanks, you know, I'm so <laughs> glad that we forced you to get engaged." <laughs> but also, when you're thinking about social media, you don't want to overpost.
0: No, take a breather.
1: You don't need every angle of no. the ring, <laughs> and you know, you don't also have to post everything about your wedding. Yeah,
0: you know, I I I have never understood why Wedding Wire will give you a free page that you would put up all your wedding details. I, I consider that to be something very personal and private where a lot of brides will just automatically just put all the stuff about their wedding right up there.
1: Well, it's those are meant to be helpful to your guest. It's a wedding website. So your guests know about additional lodging, Um, where there might be a room block, things to do if they're from out of town. but it's
0: open to anybody.
1: It is open to anybody, and that is always a little bit of a hesitation. There are new sites that are coming out that sort of have like a password protected. Yes, much better. And I feel like that is a much better way to do it, too. I agree. And I think we will or I hope social media will catch up to that type of privacy thing too. Yep. Because once again, like I said, you don't want any unexpected wedding crashers to arrive. Absolutely you know, not. As a wedding planner, I can always, you, you they stick out like a sore, thumb, sore oh. thumb. I can tell them.
0: And it causes so much uh, confusion when somebody uh, shows up, two or three, four people with kids uh, that didn't respond to their mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, their invite. So keep the social media uh, uh, not to a limit, but only to necessary uh, posts.
1: And you can also create just your own private social media sort of like group or page for maybe your bridesmaids and your your best men, thing like that. Great so idea. you're sharing like, hey, this is when we're having our engagement party or our Jack and Jill or our shower. Yep. Dinner's here. Everybody's on the same page. They can all see it. Um, but once again, it's not sort of for everybody. It's not out there.
0: Absolutely. And, and when somebody posts, please say thank you or yes. at least like the 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 comment or the post that they when they say congratulations uh, yes absolutely like it acknowledge that the even though these people may not be invited to your 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 wedding but they've actually acknowledged that you got engaged
1: and they may sincerely be happy for you absolutely i mean i would hope so you're friends with them on social media i would hope so um one of the things that people don't also think about is social media is not a place to start having a debate a definite don't is it's not your place to say that your future sister-in-law has like horrible taste in shoes or (laughs) she picked the ugliest dress and everybody else hates it or you as the sister-in-law should not be posting i can't believe that i have to wear a strapless all i wanted to do was wear a halter top or whatever that is
0: oh my goodness that's awful
1: but these are things some people will sort of you don't want to end a friendship or family relations over social media posts
0: absolutely not i would never have thought of Doing something well, like that because
1: you didn't even you had to ask me what a DM was, so I mean, <laughs> I genuinely is not surprised that you might not think about picking a fight with your favorite whoever
0: wouldn't come to mind.
1: And typically, you know, it, like we said, it's this is the oversharing part of it. If you're frustrated, if you're upset, don't do that on social media, don't air that dirty laundry. That should no. be for all social media all the time. I know no. that it happens. Yep, if you're having a very, um, I don't know lots of Prosecco one evening, you you may want to just put your phone away and close your computer and watch a movie and finish the bottle.
0: But do change your status. Oh, yes. From single to... Um, engaged. Engaged. Yes, yes. Yes.
1: And do realize that a lot of people will you know pay attention to that part. They're happy for you. They're going to see it. You might get some direct messages from vendors, which is a no on a vendor side of it. You shouldn't... No-no. Yes. Yep. That's yep. a no-no on the social media side that way.
0: I did once um, on my personal... Um, uh, Facebook page change my status from married to single.
1: Just to see what would happen?
0: No, it was for marketing. I was doing marketing for Facebook. And you would not believe the amount of people who I hadn't spoken to in years (laughs) suddenly said, Oh, I didn't realize that you were single.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. Well, you know, the funny thing is, I was just telling you before we started today, uh, my parents celebrated 54 years of being engaged. Yes. My parents only had three dates. They went out on their first date um, on Halloween. Uh, March 4th, my dad proposed, and he gives her flowers on that day as well. And then they got married August 27th. Granted, they did know each other's children, and their families were very close, so it's not like (laughs) they were total strangers. Just sort of got in the feel of engagement feeling. Well,
0: congratulations to them. That is awesome. Oh,
1: so, yeah. We'll be married 54 years um, in August. So it's great. But one of those other things to think about um, on all of the social media platforms, make sure you're sharing it not just on Facebook or Instagram. It should be all the ones that you're using. So if you have like an Instagram friend and they happen to go to your Facebook and they haven't been there for a while, yeah, they might point. be surprised, but uh, I'm engaged Oops. and they had no idea. And maybe they've been direct messaging you and... I don't know but so you do want to share it on everything that you use just to review remember when it comes to social media tell your friends and family first all of the important people don't over post absolutely don't over share yep and remember to just sort of also enjoy being engaged it doesn't all have to be on social media
0: right because you need to be engaged and inspired Be engaged and inspired. We'll be right back. When your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music, be fun, organized and professional, your choice has to be Atmosphere Productions. DJs, live musicians, custom lighting and photo booths as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings. Winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www watmosphere productionscom
1: Are you looking for a wedding experience like no other in Connecticut? The Inn at Mount Pleasant, situated in Torrington, is the perfect New England setting. Their historic barn and classic bed and breakfast provides you with a full wedding weekend. Custom farm tables, bistro lighting, chandeliers, and fire pits are just a few amenities. Find us at engagedct.com.
0: Now, back to Be Engaged and Inspired, with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast with... DJ Sam and Kia, today sponsored by our law firm, flog Flog'em, and Harass'em.
1: Okay, Sam, let's talk about ceremonies. I'm sure this is a topic that we're going to come back to a whole bunch of times throughout the season, but we definitely want to take a moment to just at least get people's ceremony thoughts flowing. Absolutely, absolutely. What are your thoughts? Well, um, how about we think about music and timing? I'm sure you love it when a bride says, I want to walk out exactly when it's two minutes and 36 seconds into the song because it's my doesn't happen. favorite. Yes, I know it doesn't happen, <laughs> especially if there's kids walking out or pets walking out. Um. Yeah, uh,
0: nothing happens to a timeline to a song. So uh, I, I have... Some brides that say, well, we want the Star Wars theme and two <laughs> minutes into the Star Wars theme when the symbol's coming, that's exactly when I want to start walking down uh, uh, the aisle.
1: Let's be honest. You actually don't know if your brides No, may... you're not. They're, yeah, they're going to start you're walking not. faster. Groomsmen <laughs> might be walking with them and Absolutely. one person's pulling another person. It's just not realistic. And no matter how many times you practice, because we always have rehearsals, yes, it's not going to happen like that on wedding day.
0: Right. Go keep it simple.
1: Also, usually when people do rehearsals, um, they're not wearing the shoes that they'll be wearing. So if you're walking down a field in high heels, uh, you might sink in. (laughs) <laughs> Never thought of that. Unless you even... wear those little glass or the like grass protector things now that allow the heel not to go in. But once again, those are things you're not thinking about when Absolutely. you're having a rehearsal.
0: Yeah, And you can't just rush off and go and get it in the middle of the uh, procession. No.
1: And you also as a bride don't want to start walking faster than when you were supposed to. You Absolutely. want to let everybody else go. Yep. There's always the question, does dad walk you down the aisle? Does stepdad do both of them walk you? Yep. Does mom both parents, no parents, going by herself, children, Brother, dogs, sister? They, all yep, of it. Yep. There's no really right or wrong way to do it anymore i don't think so
0: no i don't think so either
1: i think that whoever is important to you those people should be walking down the aisle whoever wants to give you away and if you don't want someone to give you away because you feel like that's a old tradition then don't
0: i've done that before with just the bride walks down by herself which is beautiful because it's it makes a great picture
1: i also like when you're thinking about your ceremony to take into consideration how far your walk is yes you want to make sure that you know it's not like boom you arrive at the end of the aisle you if the doors open and you're (laughs) in a beautiful church i always tell my brides to count to five and then start to walk Absolutely, Because it gives me a chance to sort of fix the back of their dress or their veil. It also gives the photographer a chance to get a photo without me in it because I hide behind the couple. And it just gives you a minute to just let everybody stand. I also uh, love it when officiants tell everybody to sit back down. Oh,
0: I was just going to say that. (laughs) One of my favorite uh, officiants is uh, is Mary Coburn. Love her. And she does that on cue perfectly because i have done ceremonies where the officiant has forgotten to ask people Mm -hmm. to sit and everybody is just looking around wondering what to do because they know they're supposed to be seated but they're waiting for that officiant to say those magic words and
1: then you start having like some guests start to sit and then some more start to sit and then probably when we're in some important part of it all of a sudden they all sit down and you start to hear that too also who holds the rings my only true advice to this is please don't actually give them to the ring bearer. No. <laughs> I understand that you have the best four-year-old nephew in the world, and he would never do anything to those rings um, as a person who's had to pick rings back up off the floor. Yep. I just, yep. best man, maid of, honor, maid of honor, whoever. I've had parents hold them, yep. and then parents sort of walk forward. There's really, like I said, no right or wrong. Right, um,
0: but, but technically, the maid of honor and best man should be the ones holding them because they're at the there. ceremony. They're already up there. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep and it's easy for the officiant to say you know can I have this ring can I have this ring and there's also involving them in that whole entire situation Um, also walking in things people don't think about like bridesmaids should be carrying their bouquets down sort of where their belly buttons are their thumbs I guess should be that way midriff midriff yes groomsmen the whole question is always where do their hands go Uh, in pockets out uh, of pockets in front and back
0: hate pockets um, military style I usually say either front or in the back Um, if they're standing up there um but then when they're walking down have them by your side uh, hands in pockets should be a no-no no matter what
1: <laughs> also uh sunglasses if they're outside ah, okay yes i have groomsmen Good who tip. want to do it and i also understand that because depending on where the sun is setting and where the sun is directed and you're having an outside ceremony if it's all in your eyes i don't know if you really want all of your groomsmen squinting yeah but then your bridesmaid should be wearing sunglasses as well yeah,
0: make it even make it cool
1: Yes, it definitely makes it feel like it was something that was planned and not just like your one friend who is too cool to take them (laughs) off. (laughs) And then obviously, do we end up at a canopy, a hoop, an arch or whatever? My biggest thing when it comes to officiants, when it comes to ceremonies, is when they're having their first kiss, please step aside. I know Mary does, but it's one of those things that sometimes you don't really think about saying it to your officiant um, and any professional one will move.
0: Right. But. Going back a little bit, uh, having that ceremony personalized. I know we haven't talked about the meat of the ceremony, but uh, it's very important that the uh, you find an officiant that will personalize the ceremony. To you, and yes. not just a general one that they found on the internet that they're going to read, and that's
1: the t- internet is a good, helpful. Oh yeah, place it's, to start, it's a start
0: <laughs> but it should not be the entire ceremony. And, and going back to when um, uh, the guests were just standing, that's typically what happens with an inexperienced officiant who. They're just concerned in reading that script, mm. and they're not concerned with what's going on around them, uh, like you know, making sure the microphone is in the right place if it's on a stand or it's on a uh, a lavalier, and also if if there is separate mic if there are separate microphones. That's the 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 one on the, the bride or the groom. That's fine. If there's just one microphone, the officiant needs to move that microphone over to the bride and groom when they uh, say, I do, or say something. Yeah. So uh, little tiny things like that, um, a bride should speak to the officiant ahead of time and find out, well, how do you do this? What happens if we don't have any microphones? What happens if we don't have or any sound? Or if it's sound? windy
1: and you don't want to do a microphone because all you hear is <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, we've both been in that situation.
0: <laughs> and there's nothing you can do with Mother Nature.
1: Yeah. And of course, since we live in New England and Mother Nature yes. sometimes uh, has its own, I don't know, uh, unpredictable. Planned, if you're having um an outside wedding, we should obviously think about a backup plan in case it's too cold, in case it's rainy. Sometimes it's not even that it's too cold or rainy, it's that it rained the day before and the grounds yes. are disgusting. Yes. And you're going to sink in, your dress is going to be ruined, and your guests are going to hate you. Yes. So, ha- Obviously, think of a backup plan.
0: Yes, and uh, we did a a wedding at at the Inn at Mount Pleasant (laughs) where where, where it was misting with rain. It was just fine rain that was coming down that was beautiful to look at but ruinous for electronic equipment.
1: Well, I mean, nobody cares about your equipment, anyways. You were fine. You can, you know, you can just stand there with an umbrella and make the mist sort of go away. We made it work. You did make it work, but this is one of those things where if it's misting, and I know they still had an outside ceremony, you might have to have your vows go a little quicker because your guests are frozen. Yeah. And those are things that people you don't necessarily think about it. And obviously, if you want to get married outside, try to make those accommodations. Like have a nice little basket with shawls or blankets if umbrellas. you're expecting. And yeah, umbrellas also your guests should really know where they're going so if it says the inn at mount pleasant or bradley mountain farm they should figure out that they may be outside for a ceremony and wear the <laughs> right type of shoes or the right type of outfit that,
0: that, you know that's such a good point that you mentioned that is that uh, guests tend to assume that these things are going to be inside. Mm-hmm. They've never been to the venue before, especially if it's on a, on a farm, and they probably assume that it's going to be inside, and then they get there and it's actually outside. So letting them know ahead of time. That's a great tip.
1: I mean, it, it can. it's just something you can share on your wedding website. And yeah. most of your guests, and as a responsible guest, you should really think about the fact that, I should look up where I'm going. You know, maybe go to their Facebook page notice that 90% of their ceremonies are all happening outside. (laughs) Just, you know, just a tip. Granted that at the Inn at Mount Pleasant, they've just finished building a lower level to the barn, which is going to be covered with little, like, like, sparkly lights and everything. Excellent. As a backup... Just in case. Just in case. Because you never know. Absolutely. Obviously, if you're also looking at a venue and there's a beautiful outdoor garden and a gazebo, (laughs) ask them what their backup plan is. Yep. And what is their sort of cutoff point in time where they say, no, no matter what, we have to be inside. Yep. I also know like uh, a lot of string quartets. Yep. They won't play if it's below a certain temperature.
0: 45 degrees. Our uh, atmosphere production's musicians. We have a restriction on 45 degrees as the absolute lowest that we can What's go. What's the hottest that you'll go? Oh uh, Well, they're usually <laughs> covered. We require some covering if it's uh, an August uh, humid day. But, um, yeah, any anything, once it starts getting in the 90s, it gets kind of hairy because those instruments do not like uh, the humidity either.
1: No, and so... The- Clearly, they shouldn't be in New England. We can't (laughs) seem to make up our mind no matter what.
0: Every ceremony should be held in Florida for a destination wedding.
1: Florida? No, that's like hot and sticky. That's absolutely the worst. (laughs) It's windy too. But those are things that people don't necessarily think about. So always have a backup plan. Always sort of have maybe two or three, like I said, in case the grounds are wet. Um, Making sure that you're working with an officiant. I know people think, oh, my God, I want my friend to be my officiant. Connecticut has really strange laws about that, so make sure they're also legal.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) You don't want to redo all of that. Make sure you get the right uh, marriage certificate from the right town. But these are things we're going to continue to cover throughout the season, just making this a little bit easier for everybody. So do you have, like, a departing tip?
0: Yes, I have... Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them. It's a special free report that I have on my website, all the W's.atmosphere-productions.com. You can learn to shop like a pro from a pro. So that's eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them, and you get it directly from. The Atmosphere Productions website, all the W's.atmosphere, Productions.com.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us today at Be Engaged and Inspired. Remember, you can download us off of iTunes and Google Play. You can search for us on all our social medias under Be Engaged and Inspired. If you have a question, feel free to send us your question to EngageCT at gmail.com and join us again next time.
0: The Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with
1: Engage Connecticut.